you know and when you see it. The Instagram-ready work-at-home mama, complete with a neutral fedora, bright white smile despite running on coffee, and kids running around in smock dresses barefoot while she conquers her industry from the bar stools in her farmhouse-style kitchen. I think we need to accept the reality of being a work-at-home mom. We see the world's way of what it's like to run a business. Blocked out time, six figures in the first year, the impossibility of being a 100% mama and a 100% business person, and all that entails. And when we can't live up to the world's expectations or those that the gurus are trying to sell us, we feel defeated, deflated, and think maybe we didn't hear from God right. But what if we looked at time management, where I've seen the most frustration of being a work-at-home mom with the kiddos around. Let's look at what Christ-led business might look like instead. Now today we have five tips to finally feel victory in conquering time management as a work-from-home mom. So let's get started. Hey mama, welcome to your business calling. Do you finally wanna get clarity on growing your online business and drop the confusion of ever-changing growth trends? Do you find yourself up late at night asking Google how to get past overwhelm and burnout? Do you wake up enthusiastic about hearing from God only to feel frustrated when you've invested in yet another program that steers you off course and subtracts from your bank account instead of adding to it? Hey, I'm Jennifer. I too was a capable, ambitious mama who wanted to use my God-given gifting to contribute financially to my family. I too felt like I was doing everything the gurus told me and still staying stuck. I kept thinking maybe I must not know enough yet or maybe I, I didn't hear from God right until I woke up to the truth that my confidence and business path came from Jesus and I was capable of not only squashing overwhelm but creating a business that would bless lives starting right here in my own home. In this podcast, you'll find victory in your authenticity, clarity on who and whose you are, confidence in growing your business the way God has called you to grow it so that you will finally feel that kingdom impact. Find your coziest chair, favorite coffee mug, and prettiest journal, and let's get started. Hello, friend. Are you finding yourself burned out and frustrated because you've consumed a never-ending list of self-help resources and it's not gotten you any closer to your goals? I spent more than 20 years growing businesses with a steady diet of the latest and greatest self-help books, seminars, and following all of the biggest business self-help gurus. I felt that I was doing all the right things, learning what was kind of working at the moment. And what I really was doing was distracting myself from my God-given gifts to serve those I've been asked to serve. This self-help obsession was unsettling my soul, digging me deeper into debt, and distracting me from hearing from God on what his desire was for my business. I want you to know that you have never had to buy into the self-help lies that the business community has been creating in order to grow your kingdom business. I invite you to come and share a coffee date with me and do a self-help detox. The self-help detox is a 30-minute mini workshop. You can grab your favorite mug, your favorite pen, and your prettiest journal and sit down with me as I walk you through the three steps to revive and renew your soul and get you ready to go down that path with the Lord. I've been able to feel flow over the past several years and growing my business after detoxing from the world's way of doing business has shown itself to be so much more fulfilling and satisfying. I've been able to spend more time with family and doing other things like learning how to grow in the garden and eating healthier while answering God's call. Come right now to bit.ly.com slash self-help-detox. That's bit.ly.com slash self-help-detox. And see if the detox is something that might help you free up more time, energy, joy, and peace. I'll see you there. So when I got started with my business initially, I was 23. And this was before kids, before I was married. 
I thought what was going to help me hit that success result would be every type of time management training I could find. It, and I thought I was busy. <laughs> I thought I was busy. I lived with my parents after college. I paid no rent. Um, I had no local boyfriend. My husband and I were dating long distance at the time, and I thought I was busy. Oh wait, now as mamas, we run our Bible life, our health, our health of our family, our home, and now we've been called to grow a business. What did it look like for me? Decades of of learning time management blocking time, color coding, writing down everything I did in a day to divvy it up throughout the week. A problem with these methods and being a work-at-home mom is that the methods were too rigid. There's a lot that we have going on in a day, with the, especially with the kiddos at home. We're daughters of the king and our job is to follow him. And we are a mom and our job is to be there for the kiddos. And that's going to look different based on different ages. But I'm suggesting something that's a little bit more realistic with our situations and being able to keep everything in the right order pri- with our priorities. You may have heard the story, a bamboo plant, but you plant the, the bamboo seed and forever it's not doing anything. There's years where nothing happens. And then all of a sudden, boom, it shoots up in like a bazillion feet in like three seconds. Now, <laughs> that's, that's overdoing it a bit, but you get my idea. And I think that we have to get used to this reality because what a lot of times what we see is she started a business with this perfect, what seems perfect Instagram looking life. Like I had mentioned at the, the beginning of the podcast and three seconds later, she's at six figures. And I really don't believe that that is reality. Perhaps in some cases based on a whole bunch of things, but in general, I really don't think that that's possible. Having a schedule based on the time blocking and the color coding and all of that, I really don't think that's possible for a work at home mom either. It's, it's too black and white. And instead of looking at our schedules as a day by day thing, why not look at it as a week's worth of time or a month's worth of time? Because as a work-at-home mom, our days are not black and white. Everything can be going along as planned and boom, somebody falls and they're bleeding. Or somebody gets sick that day. Or the kids decide to have a rock'em sock'em fight over who has the cherry in their fruit cocktail, as my brother and I used to to do. And all of this with a tired mama who's also looking to grow a business is is just a setup for frustration. So let's look at the five tips I think might help us to take on more of a Christ-led perspective on building a business while being a mama at home. Okay, the first the first tip that I have for you is submit. And you may have heard some of the other podcasts that I've done recently, and I've been really big on this submit thing lately because I myself have to do it every day. Um, it's a true thing. It's a like down to the pits of my soul, like as deep as one could get, <laughs> like primal. I have to submit to this. Okay, why? Why is this? Why is this such an important first step? We get so fluffed up about our goals, we end up working against God's will instead of with his will. And the submission part is key to making sure that we have peace in our souls. So how are we going to submit? Humility. Humility. We have to get out of our me first attitude, our big plans to crush goals. Okay. And so I think that the beginning of the day, like when you first wake up, you are in the prone position anyways, get on your stomach. (laughs) Lay prostrate on that comfy bed and submit to his will. 
for the day. Talk about humility. Okay, the second tip that I have is to align. In striving, we get like all bent out of whack and and we forget who we serve and how we were made. And so how we're going to align is we're going to review who God says that he is. Remember those promises that he made and God made us and God cannot lie. And then who he says we are, how he made has made us. So something that you could do in your prayer time is Um, Get out your concordance with your Bible and look up some scriptures where God is making promises that he has made about himself to us, as well as things that he has said about us, promises. And maybe those are the, the, maybe one, one a week. And just that is what we focus on in our memorization life. I have a, a book that I bought, but I will post the link to it. And what I enjoy about it is that it's a, it's almost like a, a a journal of sorts and that write out the verse daily that you're trying to memorize. You write just briefly what you're reading in the Bible and how it pertains to you at this point in life. There's some intentions that you can kind of focus on, you know, what what you're really going to try to achieve during the day. And then at the end, there's like a, this is what happened today. So it's almost like a bullet journal, if, if you know what that is. And it's been a really helpful tool in helping memorize scripture as well as just getting some stuff out of my head. I don't know about you, but sometimes it's just so full of stuff that if I get it out, I feel so much more like a happy mom. (laughs) So aligning. Okay. So we're realigning with God's promises. Number three is to communicate. Most of the time, our families cannot read our mind. So what we need to do is we need to tell them what's on our mind so they don't have to read our faces. (laughs) They can't read our minds, but they sure can tell when mama has a face on that she is not happy with some with something right okay so that's the importance of communication how are we going to do this do it do it however works best for you guys if you want to have a family meeting if you want to like go out for ice cream and have a quick family talk do it on date night with your husband um just relax communication about what is going on with your situation in your in your wifehood in your you know your christian uh, journey with your mamahood and with this business thing that you'd like to grow. It's so important that everybody understands and knows what's going on. We can't put that on them to know what's going on or to understand what we're trying to do, goals we're trying to accomplish. But when we come to a place in conversation with the family, and is it's what you feel you've been asked to do and what that's going to look like and what roles can the kiddos play? What role can your husband play? If any, you know, you know better than not if it's going to be smart, but sometimes people will support that which they help to create. And so that communication is key. That communication and, and what you're hoping to see happen as well as expectations and boundaries. Okay. Number four is to stay present. Okay, so we've submitted, we've aligned, we've communicated to those we love, and now it's time to stay present. Okay, as it comes to time management, we're going to stay present. We can do our best to say, I'm going to do this at this point of the day. It may or may not happen. Okay, that's why I said that we should 
instead of doing a day by day, have I met my goals? Look at it more of like a week at a time. Have you ever heard that thing where they say that, you know, your kid's diet might stink for like a couple of days, but look at it like, what does the diet look like over the week? Give it seven days because you know they're scarfing Doritos for a couple and then the rest of them, you know, they're happy with grapes and oranges. So it's not a day by day victory. It's going to be a week long victory and like an average of seven days. What does that look like? And so how about that kind of perspective with time management? in your business. Instead of saying, I'm going to do this to this at this point of the day, and then getting so frustrated and annoyed and angry about any of it, think about this is what I want to hit. That I think in itself will allow us to be so much more present in the moment. Instead of thinking, I have 10 minutes till I have to get started. We have to wrap up this task because I have to get started. Oh my goodness, they're now they're having a a fall apart and it's time for me to get started. And now they're, you know, now we've got kids wiping runny noses on my my nice shirt and I should have gotten started 10 minutes ago. So do you see how that's not staying present? Staying present is using that communication to let everybody know what to expect and then being flexible when life doesn't go as, heaven forbid, it doesn't go as our plan because what? it's not about us. Okay, staying present. Okay, so I found that when I'm trying to power through my day that I was not 100% on anything, but guilt-driven, very low energy. So when we're staying 100% present, perhaps have a timer going. And you could say, me, I like to have some ramp down time and ramp up time. So instead of going, okay, I'm playing with the kids, stop. Now I'm 100% in focused on this email, stop. Now I'm on this conference. I need a little bit of ramp up and ramp down time before each activity change. Um, and so perhaps having some type of a little timer, if you have like a um, some kind of a watch with a timer on it or just a an egg timer to ramp up and ramp down and have have buffers on each of those ramp up, ramp down times and know that it's not going to look perfectly go stop. It's so hard, I believe, on our bodies and our minds and our health to be spending so much time tense. And the last one, the last uh, tip that I have to help us keep, um, to take more of a Christ-led perspective on building our businesses as a, as a mama working from home with our time management is gratitude. We are so focused on what we didn't get done. Yes, it feels great to check off things on our date books, right? It feels great to have that feeling of accomplishment. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but let's focus on what we do have instead of all the checks we didn't get done. Let's be thankful because remember we're seeking ye first, the kingdom of God. That's the most important thing. Everything else will be added onto you, which means all of the things in our lives, the place we live, the family we have, the food we're eating, the sleep we are getting, the exercise we are figuring out, that is additional. That's like the frosting on life. How can we be so upset all the time when we have so much frosting and I don't even like frosting? I'm much more the cake girl, but in the analogy... (laughs) right? Let's work from place of gratitude. How can we share this with our family? Uh, If we're doing dinners together, let's have a time to just talk about what we're really grateful for. If we have a family, um, we try to have a weekly date night where all of us go out to eat together. Um, That would be a great place to show. Or we also do, sometimes we do church at home. And so we have this thing that we do where we go through our prayers from last week and we reflect on did God's God answered all of them he answered them with a yes or no or maybe or later or like we have to wait 
So God answers all of our prayers. And then be grateful in all of that. Showing grateful, especially gratitude, I think shows our kids some big things. So in wrapping up for today, there are the five tips that I have to help us take on more of a Christ-led perspective when it comes to building a business at home as a mama with our time management. Do you see how Submitting, aligning, communicating, staying present and and being in gratitude is so much more doable than blocking time, color coding your calendar, or writing down everything you have to get into in a day and prioritizing them. So let's finish in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this new perspective. Thank you that it's going to be so much better for our ment- uh, for us mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually to live our lives and work in this way. Heavenly Father, thank you for the most important thing, which is sending your son to die on the cross for us to have to so that we can spend eternity with you. Help us to remember to accept the help and not just beg for it every day. Accept that you've already given it to us and help us to realize that before we make too much of a mess of our days. We love you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Hey, quick update on our 50-state goal. You probably know that we've been hurt on each continent, but I wanted to bring it a little bit closer to home and make sure that all 50 of our United States have heard about our podcast. And we are at about 30 out of 50. So this week, our goal is to invite anybody you know in Delaware that would really benefit from knowing about this podcast and having it be something of a, a support and an encouragement as they are growing as Christians moms their at-home businesses. It's super easy to forward to your best friend in Delaware and encourage her to take a listen. And we'll report back next week. I'll meet you back on Friday for another episode. Remember, success is in obedience. Bye-bye.